if you were noticing the news last week, there was a, a story that came out of the UK. I got this off the BBC. The UK Supreme Court basically ruled that a former UK citizen was not able to get her, citizens, her citizenship back. Now, this young lady, whose name was Shimima Begum, is an ISIS terrorist who has now decided that she has changed her mind, is no longer a fan of the terrorist group, and she wants to come home. The problem being is that she can't come home because the UK government revoked her citizenship. And so she appealed to the courts to get her citizenship back. And on Friday, the UK UK Supreme Court said, uh, sucks to be you. You're not going to become a UK citizen again. What I want to weigh in on tonight are a couple things. But let's start a bit on who Shamima Begum is. For those of you not as familiar with the case, uh, she's a young lady who was born in the United Kingdom. Uh, Her parents were from Bangladesh, but she was born in the UK. So she's a UK citizen by birth. In 2015, when she was 15 years old, she decided that going to join Islamic State or ISIS or ISIL or Daesh was a good idea. The kind of thing that most 15-year-olds have to think about. And so she went to Iraq with a bunch of girlfriends. She got to Iraq where she married uh, a Dutch-born convert to Islam, had a bunch of kids, which all actually died very young. Surprise, surprise. They were probably living in a hovel somewhere in Iraq. And uh, now she claims that she no longer believes in Islamic State. She's renounced the terrorist group and that she never really was an important player to begin with. Unfortunately for Ms. Begum, there's a lot of reporting out there by credible journalistic sources that beg to differ with her story on things. So here's a few examples. She was called by one journalistic uh, output uh, an enforcer who tried to recruit other women to join. For example, she was carrying a Kalashnikov, which, of course, is a, a very a significant firearm. And she was in, enforcing things like dress codes for the for Islamic State. One person even accused her of stitching suicide bombers into explosive vests. So she was basically, you know, if you've seen pictures of these vests, she was essentially sewing the explosives into vests so that the, the suicide bombers could then deploy them. Um she says that she was unfazed by seeing people beheaded because she felt the beheaded people were enemies of Islam. And she now since I said that she basically says, that I've renounced the group. I don't believe in it anymore. But when she was asked about the Manchester Arena bombing of a few years back, she said, while I was wrong to kill innocent people, that Islamic State considered it would be justified as retaliation for the coalition bombing of ISIS-held areas. When she was questioned about the rape of Yazidis in Iraq, she replied, the Shia do the same. So we have a he said, she says situation here. And the question then becomes, what should we do with Shamima Begum? I want to look at three different aspects of this story tonight. First is the citizenship, whether it should have been revoked. Secondly is what should be done with her. And thirdly, who gets to try her in the end? So let's start with citizenship. Now, the UK government decided to revoke her citizenship back in a couple years ago. And this proved to be problematic because it rendered her stateless. She is only a U, or she only was rather, a UK citizen. Having that removed meant that she was a citizen of nowhere. Now, the UK government claimed that the Bangladeshis could give her citizenship. Apparently, Bangladesh says, "Uh, no, we can't do that. So she has been rendered stateless. I actually agree with those who criticize the government on the citizenship revocation issue. Normally, when you're a citizen of a country, you can't have it. You can't become stateless. You can't. You can't have it revoked. If you've acquired citizenship by naturalization, so for example, let's say I was a Canadian, 
and I moved south to the United States and became a U.S. citizen, the only grounds upon which it could be revoked is if I lied to get the citizenship. So, for example, if I applied to be a U.S. citizen and I failed to mention that I was a serial murderer in Canada, they could say, hey, you know, you got it under false pretenses and we can revoke it. So that does not apply to Ms. Begum. So she, she should not have had her citizenship revoked in the first place. So for that one, I will agree with those who are critical of the British government. On the second question, should she be repatriated from Iraq back into the United Kingdom? My answer is a flat no. The UK government uh, owes her nothing. She made a conscious decision to go join a heinous terrorist group for which she was an enforcer, at least according to some sources. And it is my belief that the, no government has to basically pony up for its citizens that make stupid choices.